Hello and welcome aboard the Character Arc Podcast, where each week we analyze and discuss a movie we just watched. Uh, we provide a personalized synopsis, have an open discussion, uh, note a favorite something, and end with our final thoughts. Uh, I'm Ted Hong. And I'm Richard Bertelson. And everything is going downhill. That was the movie we just watched. <laughs> downhill. Wunderbar. Thank you. The hand in the hood. Arms up like this. Huh? Happy family. Please look into the camera. Please Why just smile. He wants polls up again. He wants us to keep doing polls up. I don't know. It's been through a lot lately. My dad passed away. It's a shame. Eight months ago. So we came here. Here. You lose a parent, and the ticking gets louder. Every day is all we have. We have, yep. <sighs> Powerful. So I feel like I feel like we should first, at least I I should mention that because of my own doing, <laughs> uh, we were late five minutes into the movie. So we did miss something. Yeah. The movie was in fact already started, but we know that we were not very late, so it couldn't have been very much. And if I had to guess, we missed. Silent images of a family getting ready to go on vacation. Yeah, I was just going to say, just them packing. <laughs> um, but yeah, because uh, when we first uh, entered the theater, they had just arrived at the resort. But we'll go ahead and start with synopsis. Um, I'll, I'll drop one. Okay. Since that long side gave me an idea that you had <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Um, okay, so for mine, uh, the moral of the story is that if your son loses a glove before going on a $2,000 helicopter ski trip uh you disown him <laughs> that's it you already have another son you just let the other one go another synopsis is family skis mom skis dad skis family skis all right then they all ski the b-roll for this movie is just persistent skiing but it's Longer. weird because it's not like a sport movie no. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a very quiet family drama yeah. Which I did expect it. It's kind of a comedy, but I ex- it, would have expected it to be more of a comedy than it was. That doesn't right. mean it can't also be. I also expected it to be serious, which it uh-huh. is. But I expected, with Will Ferrell and Julia, Julia Louise Dreyfus, I expected it to, even if it weren't silly, I would expect it to be sharply witty, uh-huh. which they're capable of doing. That's what I was anticipating, too. And they're both good actors. I have actually come to really love Julie Louis-Dreyfus, especially in Veep. She's fucking amazing. And she's very good acting in this movie. The movie's just so... There was no major payoff. They just somehow resolved. Yeah, it's very... Yeah. I mean, like, the jokes were there. It was still pretty good to me. But it was almost to no bigger message, I suppose. And, like, I haven't seen... The original, apparently it's a Swedish movie, Force Majeure. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. I apologize. Um, and this movie is classified as a black comedy, yet there aren't really so much... Yeah, it's not a black comedy. Yeah, there's it, there's no real darkness to no, it. No, it's, yeah. it's very... It is, it is on purpose very mundane. And I want to make that clear to everyone listening in case, you know, you're wondering, like, I don't... I don't think either of us have a problem with a Slice of Life movie or a movie that is, like, kind of low-key... I found the movie mildly amusing at times, mm-hmm. and at other times, I was kind of like, w- not get to the point because I don't. The pacing's fine. Yeah, that was. It's fine. not the pacing; it's the tone. It was so uninteresting to a viewer what was happening to them, partially because 
the problem that these people are facing, this is a couple that's been married. We, I don't know how long exactly if they said in the movie, I don't remember, but at least probably 20 years. Um, or they've been together that long at least. Right. Their it's kids are teenagers, like young matter. teenagers, but teenagers. Uh-huh. And it's about a, a quiet distance that forms in their, their marriage. They, they're kind of just going through the motions and they're, they lose some kind of connection. And this, is, this all takes place in the course of you know, vacation, mm-hmm. a couple of days. A few days, yeah. And it just all their... All of their problems are just kind of surfaced or at least represented in things that occur to them on the trip. But in that for, for a human being who, who kind of loses that feeling of love in a committed relationship that goes on forever or doesn't feel that same connection, that's very important to humanity. And we, anybody who feels it, it's, it, could, it can be the most pressing thing on their mind and their hearts at any given time. But it's really hard to show malaise in a movie because you're watching something. And, and guess what? When you're quietly sad, you, don't, you look like you're just sitting there or going through the motions or packing or eating because that's all you're doing. I can't feel what they're feeling because right. the movie doesn't make me. There's nothing to compare it to. I was going to say, it, it can be done. I've seen movies it, where they've done it, done, yeah. where it's like the they go through the daily motions, but it almost has, it's, it's almost as if there's really no reason to drive them to continue doing it, apart from it's the easy thing to mm-hmm. do, right? Um, yeah, uh, I agree. I had no problem with the pacing of the movie. In fact, I was anticipating it would like kind of dive deeper into certain things, which it... Me too. It... Like, if you, if you read it on a technical basis yeah it hit yeah i mean there was something serious going on but that was not really translated well into the audience it wasn't it wasn't enough for us to get into their shoes kind of like dive deeper the movie doesn't Um, build to the movie does have a climax which i think hits on i think it's satisfying in like a in a again in this kind of a mundane way it's like when you get there i'm like okay i see how we got here but also I didn't know we were building towards anything, and even this is logical but not satisfying. Logical, all, yeah, and not satisfying. It's, Agreed, yeah. It's like we needed to feel more of their love or their frustration than we did. Yeah. Because for the most part, we feel like we're watching real people. Absolutely. But real people be boring. I don't, I don't know. I I can be on board with that, but I guess in this case, it just wasn't. It wasn't fully fleshed out. Was the case? There needed to be like. I mean, the movie's called Downhill, Hill. and the movie. It's. I don't. It's obviously that is a metaphor for their marriage. I wish if you're gonna have a movie like this that's very quiet and most of the conversations they have are mundane until they start. A, until it eventually turns into a fight then you need to be utilizing some of these metaphors and tying them to things or setting up things that we can gather visually that give us that payoff or that emotional connection because the only reason why I had any investment in them is because they do kind of feel like real people and, mm-hmm. you know, generally... You can sympathize. You can sympathize just in general, but I didn't feel drawn into them, though. I didn't yeah. feel, like, captivated by their by their problems, which I... Sh- for, this, for a movie like this, I have to be because there's nothing else to... Go off. So really, that's that's it, why honestly, we're here. Like they did it. It does everything well in terms of like a first act that establishes characters and the conflict. However, after establishing it, there's nothing to deepen it. In fact, like even with the kids, it seems like okay. So here's an example. So one of the sons seems to be like really 
cowardly. Like he goes very slow. Mm. He doesn't want to do anything. And that's not even explored. It just it's just like a, a quirk to a character. Yeah. But it seems to also affect the character like our main characters, Pete and Billy. In fact, it like even starts a fight before the helicopter. It gets him kicked off of the you know what I'm saying? It mm. makes it seem like he doesn't care. So these are little mechanics to kind of further it but it's never addressed it's just there to do it as a sort of well i need something to start this up uh we'll just use yeah him. it would have been it would have been nice to see some kind of connection paid off between the dad and his son at least that yeah. son or both of them because mm-hmm. i mean the kids are super in the background which i get it it's about it's about these the two it's about this long-term relationship it's about this yeah. this this very specific sort of feeling that only older adults can feel it's even that's even brought up and when she's talking to their younger friend and she's like oh it's just black and white and she's like how old are you i'm 30 and you just you know Mm -hmm. it's like that's that's very much at the core of what this movie's about this is something that that you only feel with with age and experiencing of things because it's life is not simple and black and white it is Mm -hmm. very complicated and it's not so easy just to say, oh, well, I'm out of here because you have a life that's already built. And also your feelings are complicated. Whether you still love a person or not isn't as easy as, oh, this is all great. No, it's, you, they're probably your best friend. You also probably fucking hate them because they're there all the time. And they're not they're, Sometimes they're annoying and they're, they're not doing what you want them to do. All the, you, can, you can feel bitterness and hatred and love and joy and fear all at the same time about one person and i feel like the movie is kind of that's what's underneath the surface of this but also never addressed or explored in a way that see that is that is my problem with the movie like it had like all the all the right things to get started and get you hooked in but after the hook there was nothing to really make me want to stay and you can employ things even in a movie that's fairly quiet and fairly like slice of life and simple I want to talk about a scene in a different movie okay because it's it's a scene that i think is extremely effective in a movie kind of similar to this the movie's called june bug oh okay i've seen that oh god i it's been forever since i've seen it i think what amy I, adams character likes is otters i only remember a really graphic image <laughs> of the civil war and someone's dick <laughs> piercing through <laughs> but i don't remember the character's name that who she loves whom she loves well she has she has the guy that she likes but she yeah, she yeah. likes she likes something she likes an animal a cute animal i think it's oh okay, i think I'm it's sorry. ours and he's the guy it's the guy from the oc right um and i guess gotham <laughs> a more recent is that him really Kenzie? to the google machine here we go <laughs> Yeah, it is. In yeah, fact, Johnny, and he's kind of like he's a fairly simple guy in that movie, uh-huh. and he doesn't seem to show his feelings very well. Uh, he certainly isn't very communicative or outwardly emotional. And there's a scene where I'm again. I'm sorry if I get the animal wrong, but otters are on TV, and he tries. He he rushes to grab a tape and try to record it, and he can't get to it in time or do it quite right. And he has like this breakdown and it's because he does love her and listen to her and care about her and he just wants to do something nice. And so this thing that's very hard to explain, it's hard to show, for example, it's hard to show a man who has trouble communicating his feelings and make that interesting to watch. Except 
you can find ways to draw it out and show us the frustration that they're feeling right. without breaking their character. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like this movie never had those moments. Instead, we're just all quietly not arguing because we love each other, we hate each other, or we love each other, we're very frustrated with each other, or we feel midlife crisis-y sort of like lost. Yeah. But instead of finding those moments that draw that out of the individual characters... We just see the realistic thing of them just kind of being passive aggressive to each other, except for the one time they fight. And it's like, yes, that is accurate, but you have to show me what's going on inside. You Mm -hmm. have to find a way to visually show that to me. Otherwise, I'm just watching two people be passive aggressive. Right. And that's not interesting. And like there were, I mean, there were opportunities. I feel like uh, one of the examples where the helmet scene where he had the option to wear the beanie or the helmet. Mm -hmm. um, And he opts out to on the one time he goes solo. And he bumps his head. Like, that could have been a great moment for him where he, like, realizes that, I don't know. Are you picking up what I'm I mean, I don't, know, I don't know where you're going necessarily. Like, that he, I mean, it, it maybe even is metaphorical that he, that she does look out for him and that he right. should listen to her. Mm-hmm. But also, again, like, I don't know. I wish, I wish that, I wish he gotten hurt in a way that she found out because it was yes. impossible to avoid. So that then they have some conflict with each other that they yeah. have to address. Mm-hmm. And even then they can argue about the helmet. But what they're really arguing about is that he never listens to her and doesn't think what she doesn't yeah, take what exactly. she says seriously. This is, this that is could what be the I mean. subtext. But instead, we don't. We just we don't. It was just like for a slight misdirection for him to have a beer for the rest of the afternoon instead of skiing. But still, you could have written that as he finishes skiing and then goes and have beer. He could have just gone and had a could've, beer with yeah, his friend. Exactly. There was nothing that really like. It's like you. You did Chekhov's gun where you're, where she says way earlier in the movie, you're going to wear a helmet over that, right? right? So you set up something for it to happen. It does happen. The movie does. But poorly. But right. but it happens for no reason. Yeah. It's like. Very insignificantly. <laughs> it doesn't trigger into another right. uh, path of events is the case. It doesn't make them have the fight they need to have. Yeah. In fact, like a lot of the times they were not necessarily grouped together like there was a good part where i thought was kind of smart was uh he was kind of skirting or away from having to actually address the conflict any opportunity he had he like oh yeah let's have dinner with her or let's invite these people over right so he's just trying to escape his own guilt so to speak right um but then after that had been addressed there should have been more scenes involved where they could not escape each other maybe one maybe two because i did appreciate the solo stuff that they did because i think that's necessary for what they were trying to go in this movie i mean they needed to have they needed to have her sort of being talked to by miranda otto's character the very sexualized local um and also with the young friend and also have her little thing with the italian guy Mm -hmm. um exploring yeah those are necessary that these things help people question how she's acting, right. help her get validation she doesn't normally get, help her both have that struggle of, hey, I'm still like attractive. I could have a different life. I don't necessarily have to be with this guy because people are interested, but also her character to be, yeah, but I'm I, not going to do that, though. Like, you know, but yeah. also why? What? Show me the thing where why she makes that decision, because I think they probably should get a divorce. Yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, she says it at the end, you know, you have to show me, but... And that's true. I think that that little, I think that that very ending thing is is a good message and, and interesting. I just wish the movie explored more like, what about their marriage makes her not cheat on him with the Italian guy? 
show me the time when he's really he makes her he has laugh some sort of redeeming or he looks out for her or something and i understand the movie's not about them having a perfect marriage right now but that's fine right. even in times people stay in bad relationships because even in bad times even relationships they probably should leave is because there are still good times in that in those bad times there's still right. there's still a reason why you i mean granted this this movie's exploration a little bit of is the only reason because well they're already married and they already have kids but that's obviously not the decision they make that that it's not just that that they do want to try so show me why they want why to try. they want to try what, so let me why add, does why does she love him and she, why does he love her see and i wanted and i hope this wasn't really fully explored in the first five minutes and if it was only explored in the first five <laughs> minutes entire marriage <laughs> i i would be really upset but they keep using the thing it's that that uh quote that um pete uses you know all we have in our life is every day or something yeah which whatever yeah okay <laughs> but it seems like she's kind of making excuses for him in being his ash ass way is that he's grieving um and sure that may be but then translate that over to us a little bit more right let us see like as you had just described junebug for him to have that sort of struggle because the only time the exactly. only personal moment that we have is when he sneaks off into the bathroom and he's on instagram or whatever and right. he's just flipping through things yeah, to what end? I got the I got the quiet feeling like he was just having a midlife crisis and like right. he wanted. I mean, there's the suggestion that he w they picked this ski resort instead of the other one that was more fam family friendly because I mean I think he wants to be like his younger friend and skip over the globe and do all the kinds of fun stuff and that's fine. That doesn't have to be brought up too much, but I I do yeah. think what we're getting to is that the movie so often didn't dive did. into the actual what. Uh, what are the actual problems in their marriage? Because I feel like she was angry with him. I feel like, okay, it was, well, I know why she was angry with him in the course of the movie. It was the feeling of abandonment when they were faced with this tragic, this like, not tragedy, this uh, sort of dangerous situation, right. potentially life-threatening situation. And so, I, and I understand why that would upset her. I think that the, the scene where she finally kind of says it is mm -hmm. she does a fucking great job of backing oh, it, it out. It's, she, Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Very, like, she's clearly very emotional about it and you it's understand why. Yeah. But that's not what this is about, though. The, the, that's, that, that is something that brought problems that they've clearly had in their marriage for years to the forefront. Mm -hmm. this, if this movie is supposed to just be about that being upsetting, then it's wrong. This, is, this movie is about... Everything the, bubbling to the surface is supposed of, to be. This is years of not saying what you want to say and letting small things go until now you're not even sure how you feel about your partner anymore. And so... Because that's where my head was. I didn't understand what was so wrong with Will Ferrell, because he never does things really that. And I, I know Utterly, that he, yeah, I know that he probably has in their marriage, and she has every right to be upset. She tells us sometimes the way he's just kind of whatever. But I need to see, see it. it. That's I want my to point. see yeah. him do these things, and. Yeah, the best you get is that he invites the person out to dinner, and obviously she didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. But I need to see... But see, this is where I thought it was all going to add up, because everything he did was to avoid doing that, and again with the abandonment. So it's it gets to the point where she's like, I want you to be involved and fully involved, mm -hmm. whereas he, like you could even use this as an example, where he is at dinner with her, but he's also distracted because he has other right. people to kind of uh, water down the conversation, right? So he's not right. fully in it. Right. And I thought it was all going to culminate at some point. But when they had the argument at their, uh, where she actually calls him out for running off by himself, 
I thought this was going to be later in the movie because, you know, of course, that's where everything comes to a head. Mm. But it came off a little early, and I thought that was fine. I was like, okay, let's try something. Let's see what's going to happen. But then where the movie should have gone from there is, okay, well, we got this out of the way. Instead of this being a climax, which it could have been, we got this out of the way because now we're going to show you how she's not upset about this. She's Mm -hmm. upset about years of him drifting further and further away, being less and less invested in his children, less and less helpful to her, less and less involved, more and more head in the clouds, thinking about other things, where else he could be, and her doing it all on her own. Again, this is all stuff that I'm making up for the movie that I think is true about their life, because the movie doesn't explore those things. It doesn't explore those things. This movie, that's it. The movie's presented as as a fight over a weekend, over a holiday weekend. I use holiday in the British sense there. Yeah. Vacation weekend. (laughs) But... It should be a, a movie about despondency in your marriage. Right. Like, like, like the idea of like <laughs> when you start a movie, it should be at the last point possible for the backstory, right? All of this should have been, as you just said, years and years of all of this bubbling to the surface. And then this is where it, yeah. it all comes. This is the, this is the weekend awards. where they do actually either get divorced or fix their marriage. Right. And... Again, the end of the scene, one of the, one of the problems that's presented in the movie is that the kids don't really look to him because they saw that he ran away, even though, again, we never see the kids actually treat him any differently than they did before the event or after the event because the kids are barely in it. So, so again, we're just being told, hey, the kids don't view him the same way. Exactly. Do, don't they? I don't, don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but there's such a huge uh, turning point. There's such a huge factor in their what's keeping them together and yet they don't seem to really have much of a a pull or in the movie at least it's not translated to us and then the the supposed real climax is that she fakes being hurt so that he can go rescue her i felt like that was a cop-out like i don't i didn't understand why she did that i liked it because at first i thought it was going to be a cop-out in the sense that i thought he was really going to have to save her and i was like okay well that's kind of bullshit i mean how convenient i guess but I kind of like that she set it up because here's yeah. why it's different to me. No, I thought it was brilliant, but I don't understand what got her to that point. Yes, yes, yes. I agree with that. Um, yeah, I really like the idea of because it shows us, okay, she's decided she wants to fix the marriage or she wants to feel she wants to feel about him the way she knows she loves him and she wants to feel close to him again, but she also wants him to be her partner. Yeah. And she wants him to help. Not just help and like He's there. Not chores and stuff. I'm talking about help isn't like emotional support. Like, Be present. Be present, yeah. And so she sets this up because no matter what happens to them, she doesn't want her kids to... She doesn't want that relationship to be broken in any way. So she helps, but then she says says to him on the condition, though, that, hey, we do this. But you're right. Why did she change her mind? Why? Well, I mean, we don't know that she ever made up her mind to leave him or anything like that. So it's not changing her mind. She gave him a chance. But she did. But she, it was still enough for her to give him another chance. She did. She did make a decision. It's not so much. She, okay, this is the better way to put it. She didn't change her mind. She did. She she never. She never. I don't think knew exactly how this was going to go down. Mm-hmm. And eventually, she did make up her mind to make it work. Right. But yes, what what series of scenes or events? made her make that decision i don't know did you ever see um unless it was supposed to be the like because he finally listened to the kid and was like okay we won't ski but that is such a that was surface level kind of uh concession what i want to draw parallels to and i forgot the title of this before sunrise trilogy Mm -hmm. did you ever watch the third one 
I haven't seen the third one, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, no. So now I don't want to say. Well, I'm sure you know because there's a trilogy. If I know you saw the second one. Yeah. Because you're the one who got me to watch the second one. Yeah. Um, and the third one, they're clearly together. Right. So if you can imagine I knew where that the, they, uh, the premise of the movie They've been takes. married for like 10 years in the third one, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. I feel like that does a far better job. It has a lot of nuances and intricacies that you see, because you but can... it's never actually... Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's not never, but it's not like... Let me just paint it for you. Let me just write it all out for you. Right. It's something that you figure out. What makes those movies so effective, which are mostly movies in real time, just about two people talking. Um, so they are equally low-key experiences. But what, what separates those movies is there is a dramatic push and pull between the two actors who are talking. You are more on the journey with them than you are with these two people. So, yeah, it just kind of falls flat. It, the movie wasn't necessarily bland, but it just falls flat. Yeah, no, I mean, it helps that the movie's not very long, but I... I yeah, surprisingly short, not even 90 minutes, so... I never felt like, oh, God, I just want this to end, but I was also never super engaged either. It was just kind of like, I like watching these two actors act, but I sure do wish I cared more about the story. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I, I just got to say a favorite character, which is... Um, Zach? Well, no. No. Why would it be Zach? <laughs> I like when the party scene, everything, all the times he chimes in are all pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of zingers, but uh, no, for some reason, um, it's like a sea cucumber when it gets when it perceives a threat, it evacuates all of its organs. <laughs> Even his character didn't seem all too consistent, whereas uh, the local, I forget her name. Oh, Miranda. I don't remember driven. the character's name, but yeah. Miranda Otto. Yeah. yeah, no, she's uh, she was very through and through that type of character. She knew what <laughs> she wanted, and she had her philosophy down. Yeah. Whereas him, I don't, I don't know. I, I, well, at least nothing jumped out at me. I'm sure I could figure something out. I wish we could see more of a contrast with that couple. And see, they, yeah, they do, they do the... contrast them, and like that's where you know, uh, Julie the, Louis Dreyfus character asks, you know, oh, how old are you? Whatever. Like there, there is a contrast, but we don't know enough about them to be like. Because I would like for it to be shown more clearly. Like he, because Pete kind of wants to be like his friend Zach, but also that doesn't. That's not okay because Zach is twenty years younger than he is. Mm -hmm. So of course you're not the same as him. That needed to be more directly. Pete needed to learn that lesson, and I don't know when he ever he didn't learn that lesson in the movie. But he needed to in order for him to come back and try to be better with. With Billy, I think I think Pete needed to have that moment where he's looking at Zach and he's yeah. like, "Oh, you're from my perspective, you're a child. I I can't be like you, and I shouldn't want to be like you." I want to say that there, I just, I can be better than you because I have years of experience and I have a you know what I mean. Yeah. He should find the value in his age and experience and his wife and his kids. I I, I can see a bit of a contrast that was supposed to be or not set. and leave his wife. You don't have to find value in those things, but the movie obviously did want him to, right. so it should have showed us that. There was a contrast that I, I noticed, um, because if you take a look with Pete and Zach, Zach is very much enthralled with... Oh, I forgot her name. I just saw that her name was Zoe in the credits. Yeah, um, and that's what I'm saying, but that's because they more recently met, mm -hmm. and they're 20 years younger. But he does address this about when, in his drunken stupor that, you know, he said that, when they were younger, before they had kids, so they did kind of talk about it. But again, it just kind and of even felt Zach flat. kind of offhandedly mentions when he says, "Oh yeah, I'm so into her," and then he's like, "You know, I don't but really, she want I don't kids. really want to move, I don't really want to move, and she doesn't want kids." Yeah, yeah. Kind of suggesting that in the future, 
they'll be at least the same right. in that they'll have things that build up over time. Because I think the movie wants to give the message, if you spend this much time with someone and you are so intertwined with your lives, you will find a million things to hate. That doesn't mean it's bad or wrong if you guys are a team and you guys communicate right and you love each other. It's okay to not always... agree. Yeah, to not always be in the same exact place as right. long as you guys are both putting the effort in. Mm-hmm. And the movie just, it's like, it's like I can say a million things that I think the movie should say or wants to say, but the movie doesn't say any of it. It doesn't really do it well. Well, see, that was only one half of the contrast, right? That was the younger part. And he actually fits the bill for having the gray area. Like, he really likes her, Zach, but again, then doesn't want to move to this part of Europe and... Uh, does, she doesn't want kids, but she sees things in black and white, as she has already right. uh, said. But then, if you jump over to whatever her name is, I gotta, I should have looked this up. I apologize, bad on me. Uh, when uh, Just call her Miranda Otto, huh? Just call her Miranda Otto, sexually charged woman. <laughs> um, so she does things. She's later in life, correct? Yeah. Um, she she made the opposite choice that they made. Right. Um, that which, she fulfills her own needs, mm-hmm. but she's still married. And, like, she has this understanding. like, okay, it's just, this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And she makes the distinction. It's like, I mean, granted, it's a faulty distinction. Shaking hands and putting things in right. places. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're not, not the same, yeah. obviously. But but that's my point. I like, think... younger couple with him, what he imagined, and I don't know what she was imagining with, she wasn't, but sexually charged woman in her later years yeah um i think that the what the important thing about that character or what should be the important thing about that character is that she shows julie louis dreyfus's character who doesn't start trouble Mm -hmm. who doesn't just tell pete i'm unhappy with you because you did this or i want to do this or you're making this decision, but I don't think we should do that. I think that I, w- I don't want to have dinner with your friends. We should go to a family-friendly resort. You should do, you know, things that she, she just keeps it all quiet, which is why it builds right. up and why two or three times in the movie she kind of has a meltdown. Like, not a meltdown. She kind of, like, pops off on him. Mm-hmm. It's not because, like, I get it. It's because she's holding it all in, and she's not just communicating to him clearly, and so she gets really frustrated, and it just comes out. And I think the Miranda Otto character is there to show, don't, it is not helping you to keep all of this in. Right. If you want something, tell the person you want it. If something is making you unhappy, tell, the, tell them that they're making you unhappy. Because the, the, like this, the whole sex thing is kind of an over-the-top kind of funny way to do it. But As I a think the sort p- of vehicle in yeah. terms of this, yeah. But the point is, you are a person who shouldn't just be in the background. Mm-hmm. You should, especially with your partner, you should be making clear what's not okay with you Absolutely. and what you want. I almost feel like they should have swapped the scene in sequence where she talks to her after uh, talking with the uh, black and white 30-year-old. Because it's like that, it makes sense in terms of like more. <clears throat> I, like, I like that because... It builds it up more. She seems to appreciate the younger woman's acknowledgement that she's right Candor, like yeah. understanding mm-hmm. you know she's like oh finally someone kind of is seeing my perspective right but then by the end of that conversation she's like okay but your your advice is actually kind of useless because you're not seeing any gray area and i can tell you i've been around yeah it's not black and white yeah 
And so then to be presented with someone who has more, who has a little more wisdom and life experience, still telling her, okay, that her advice may not be right, but you're still wrong. You're still not going about yeah, it the right way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of like refining this journey and finding the the better solution, right? Yeah. Because the black and white is pretty broad, pretty generic. Uh, not generic, but it's 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 very broad. Mm. I mean, but then again, these are a lot of things that we are adding. We're adding. To I mean, yeah, this is this is like. This is essentially just us saying the movie has potential in it. It has great performers. It is set up for a story that could be very engaging and could be very meaningful. It just, we're having to add the details because the movie just doesn't explore them. It, they're there. The movie just doesn't fully utilize it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. bring it out. I'm going to pick my actual favorite scene. Oh, yeah, that's right. Or favorite line, at least, which is when she tells the Italian ski, ski instructor, I could, I could fuck, fuck you, you through, through that wall. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, but I could fuck you through that wall. And that's how I describe myself. <laughs> and we're going to end it on that note. Well, uh, that wraps it up for us today. Uh, thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to visit us at characterarc.net for future episodes. If you'd like to fuck us through a wall, you can find us. <laughs> also on SoundCloud, <laughs> uh, Spotify, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you may breathe in your podcasting air. Also, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share our page, especially if you want to fuck us through walls. I'm Ted Hong. <laughs> I'm Richard Burleson. <laughs> and <laughs> goodbye.